Hello. Hey. And uh, welcome to the Midlanders podcast. I'm Jodie Marie. And this is Nick. Uh, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about our work life experiences and we put on our community post asking for your weirdest experiences that you've witnessed while at work. And we're going to be really looking forward to reading those out and reacting to them because we had some really good responses. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Nick, do you want to start? Oh, God. All right, then. Um, <laughs> so, a customer urinated on the sales floor. He whipped it out and he did his thing. I was mortified. <laughs> what do you even do as a member of staff if that happened, though? Um, have you ever because... worked in retail? I have worked in retail, but I've never w witnessed anything like that. Yeah, so I've worked in retail and I've never seen that. But I don't know what I would do if I did. No, me neither. Uh, look, what? People have got no, like... Uh, there's no self-awareness there, obviously, is there? Like, uh, uh, why? <laughs> they must have been on drugs or drunk or something. Because that's not normal behaviour, is it? I mean, if you were outside, uh, okay. <laughs> but why would you just sit there in the store and think, yeah... <laughs> <laughs> my friend told me of an experience though she works in retail um at the moment and there was some well she often finds poo in the changing rooms people really? will just have a poo in the changing rooms yeah do you know what people are disgusting aren't they <laughs> yeah and it's it happens more than you realize because when she was telling me about it i was like that's so weird and she was like no but it's normal here, we get it all the time. It's happened on a few occasions. That is, how mad is that? If anyone else has ever experienced that where they work, let us know in the comments. I mean, imagine you're a customer and you go in there and there's a big crap on the floor. <laughs> Excuse me, someone's shitting here. <laughs> uh, so I've got here, at my first job as a laundryman, I don't know old hotel in town i mentioned to a female co-worker that i don't drink or do drugs she held out a bottle and said she'd pay me for a urine sample for her boyfriend so her boyfriend could cheat on a drug test oh my god <laughs> the length you will go <laughs> did they do it oh god <laughs> they didn't say oh, did you do damn. it did you do it <laughs> i'd like to know that one would you do it would I if do? someone asked you, would you pee in there just to well, to get them out of it? It depends how much they're going to pay me. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to pay me. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to know the consequences that I would get if they knew that it was me that cheated for them. Well, that's a good I point. Do it. Depends what yeah. it's for. And then if they find out it was you or, say, me, we could get into trouble. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I'd think of that before I thought the money, to be honest. Oh, there's me, the money. <laughs> oh, I love Needs must and all, you know, I've got bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, I've just come across my co-worker giving her boyfriend a certain type of lip service in the break room. Oh, God. Can you imagine? I don't know about you, but I watch TV series and they are often or not getting it on, like in the like staff room and all this, like cupboards and... How? 
I know. I often think that as well. I'm like, but you know what though? Where I used to work, there used to be a lot of rumours like that, like where people had done it in the disabled toilets and stuff. But obviously got the sack afterwards, so it yeah. must happen. It they must see it on do. TV and think, oh, I'm gonna have a go at that, and then they get yeah. caught. And we saw um, someone kissing in a lift as well because the lift opened and they looked all flustered and hair and mess. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh god! Because um, I've just started watching The Good Doctor. Yeah. So, so many series of that, and I thought, oh, I don't want to do it. And then we give it a go last night, and literally the woman walked in, and there was this man in the bed, and I said straight away, I bet you was a woman in there, because he kept saying, turn the light off, turn the light off. And then literally she walked out, and the woman she was talking about that she was having a thing with. How? Like, how do you just get away with it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could never. I could never. Have you ever done anything naughty like that at work? No, actually, no. no. I, I just, to be honest, I don't think I'd have the balls to. Yeah, same. You know, I know some people do, but the thought of it just makes me like, knowing my look, somebody would walk in and I'd be like, sacked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know someone else that did it actually. I've got, I had a friend that um, also did um, crazy things at work with the one of the chefs. Oh, did she get yeah, three meals? Me <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she was getting. Uh, yeah. Um, so I was working, this one's a funny one as well. I was working overnight at Amazon loading trucks and we used to get paired up to work in trucks. This guy got paired with a lady he grew up to fancy and she was standing on a ladder. He yelled, I can't take it anymore and bit her bottom. <laughs> Needless to say, he was immediately fired, so that was uh, for sure one of the weirdest, craziest things I've seen at work. Imagine witnessing that. It would be very funny, but then also traumatising for her. I couldn't imagine if someone just bit my bum. <laughs> uh, so let me just clarify this. So, who was on the ladder? <laughs> the, the lady was on the ladder. It's just another co-worker? Yeah, just the co-worker. And then he fancied her, so yeah. he bit her bum. And somebody was watching that? The person that wrote that. Was the one on the ladder? Yeah. Right. I was the one watching. Oh, watching. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'd be a bit like, what the hell? Did them two get together? I don't know. I, I doubt it because he got fired, so she must have told on him. Because if it was, like, playful, then she wouldn't have told, would she? Because she'd be like, oh, I want more of that. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, though, that's a fading um, space, isn't it? That yeah. harassment, really, isn't it? Yeah, but the the lengths people will go to get a bit of ass in the mouth. <laughs> God, I've never had me bum bitten like that at work anyway. <laughs> no, me neither. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Though. So going back to the toileting thing, so somebody put yeah. a, a customer crapping in the customer toilet sink. No. Why? Why? I don't understand. Why do people do these things? One, what if someone walked in and you got caught doing it, though? Would you just sit there like, hi? To be honest, though, I think it must be, like, people that are foreign and not used to using toilets in this country because there is some notices in some places where they tell you, like, how to sit on the toilet. They've got a list of ways to sit on the toilet because... 
um, in certain places they use the toilet differently and they stand on the seat rather than sit on it. And then the poo goes everywhere. Because I I know um, there was like some signs saying that don't stand on the seat, you use a toilet like this. So I'm thinking they see the sinks and think that's where you go rather than actually looking into the toilets. I mean... So I I think it might be an education thing. I don't know where it was. I've got France in my head, but I don't think it's France. Um, Mm. I went... There was a cubicle somewhere that you went in, and it was basically just a hole in the floor, and that's where these people would go to the toilet. You just had to hover over this hole. I can't remember where it was. I mean... Because you had to even put some money in to even go and use the toilet. And you walk in there and it's just this big hole and you're just like, fuck do I do with that? <laughs> God. Yeah, so you must be that. They just not. They just don't know how to use the loos and think that the sink's the toilet. But, I mean, surely if you're living over here or if you've been on holiday, surely you'd be know where yeah. people use the toilet. I mean, what do they think the toilet is to wash your hands? Some, <laughs> some people... Some people... It's, uh, they've come for, from, um, immigrant, they're like, well, mm. illegal immigrants, so they wouldn't know, would they? They'd just see that and presume that's where the toilet just is, makes, I don't know, yeah, I really don't know. Maybe they think they use it as a toilet and then turn the tap on like a bee die. To, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. I was thinking that as well, maybe like they think that's how you wash your bottom with the tap. Yeah. When that's just how we wash you know our what, hands. If I walked in on somebody like that, I don't know what I'd do. What would you do? I'd be like, you're not supposed to use it like that. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I feel like I would be embarrassed for them. Yeah, same. <laughs> I would just like... But I feel like I would have to tell them the rules in case they don't know. But then what if they do perfectly know and they're just like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Or what happens if they're doing it to get a reaction? Or it's like a, yeah. a kink for them? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, though. I think I'd like to think I would try to explain, but then when someone's sitting there on the toilet shitting, I'd probably walk out because I, mean, I just don't know if I could face it. Would you walk out and just think, yeah, I'm just going to the cubicle and minding my own? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know and what I think, do. I think I would have to tell a member of staff as well because I'd feel bad not and then i'm just going to see that to warn them to say like when you go in there you're going to find a mess in the yeah, sink th- just I, let I, me I know i think i would definitely i think i'd that. have to mm, i would i'd just say like excuse me just this is a bit random don't go in yet there's like, somebody just to save embarrassment on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> imagine if you're that member of staff i know i know oh what what staff have to put up with <laughs> christ there was a co-worker that was a bit of a menace. I've seen him drop an uncooked bagel off of a counter, watched it roll uh, into the corner of the kitchen underneath another counter. He reached it out with his foot, rubbed it on his shirt and threw it in the oven. And that was a supervisor. Oh. These stories blow my mind because i think like we buy from these places and if supervisors can Mm. do that like most of our food is probably contaminated so much it does worry (laughs) me because it makes me like think i should be cooking more at home for sure like why am i eating out like why am i paying extortionate prices at the moment and then anything anyone could do anything to my food 
I mean, if I'm honest with you, me being a bit like with my OCD kind of things, yeah. a lot of it is to do with germs and like stuff like that. And sometimes if I'm really in a thick of like an episode of it, I start thinking, who's touched that? What person's touched that before that person? Who's done that? And it literally I'll go around like that. And that makes me think of like what you've just said. Reality, some weird shit does go on. So then it's probably normal to sit there and think, who's touched that or what that person's done with me piece of bread? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's have a bit of a lighter one here. Okay. <sighs> The police turning up for me to give a statement I'd already given three times. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. Oh. Like, soz, mate, I've already given it you. Two a statement times. for what, though? <laughs> what know. did... Uh, it might be, like, theft or something in store, something like that. But, yeah. It's, it is annoying when you have to do that, though, when you give something more than once. It's just like... Twice, yeah, okay, but third time, like, you're, you're taking the mic now. I mean, depends, though. Is it, like, was it like they'd never interviewed before? Or... And maybe, yeah. Was it literally and, like, just going in to do the same thing over and over again? Do you know what I mean? Or actually, was it, was it serious? Or was it really serious and they have to make sure that your statement matches every time? Hmm... Because if it yeah. changes, they tend to do that, don't they, in case it changes and then they'll question you more about, because then they'll figure out lies. Yeah, you do see that, don't you, as well, real life yeah. and in shows, that they tend to ask you the same questions to try and catch you out. So, mm. mate, yeah. Yeah. Right. I worked at Walmart. A woman bought a million items and one small can of cat food. We finished the transaction, she paid for it, and then she said, wait, didn't get to use my coupon. Then dug out a purse, placed it on the counter, and it was like 10 cents off a can of cat food, and it's expired in six months. So they told her that we can't do it here, but if you go to customer services, they'll sort it out there for you. So she waited 45 minutes in a line for 10 cents. And then, obviously, all the frozen food by then would have been melted anyway. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm all for saving money and all, but that's a bit extreme. I would just like, oh, I'll use it next time. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I think that is a bit extreme because I'm thinking, if you've got a few, yeah, but for 10 cents and then all that shopping, it's just like, get home, you've got six months to use it again. And I know it's one of them things where if you don't use it in the moment, you probably never will, but it's 10 cents. But I'm sure she's going to go in that shop again and buy some cat food again. Yeah. Um, or whatever. Yeah. Like, so you're going to be able to use it again. But the chance is, if she's letting everything defrost, mm. that's worse than you just using it next time. But that reminds me of, have you ever watched any shows called Extreme Couponing? Yes, are... I have heard of it. I think I watched one. Oh, man. Where I they collect know. all the coupons for, like, different things, and some of them don't yeah. even work, do they? The, no, but these are... I've, I haven't seen any for a while now, but these are all based in America. So in America, their kind of system is just... You would never get that here. It's like you can use, <laughs> like, 50, like, coupons in one transaction, and people have gone through and end up, like, sometimes with money back 
or literally just paying like a dollar or something like that because they're no, allowed I... to do that whereas here normally it's yeah. like uh, one tran one thing and that's it and they come out with trolleys full of stuff and you watch them all like they've got these folders and all their coupons in it and everything and they're working it all out and then ready for their trip down there I mean I think fair play to them and all I wish that we could do yeah. that here but it's been our work yeah, <laughs> some of ours with um, the terms and conditions it says it can't be used in conjunction with so you can't use it with different um, vouchers you can use one and that's it mm. I think Tesco allow you to use a few but that's only Tesco's coupons yes that's right yeah Mm, which mm. but whereas there no matter what can use yeah. whatever so wild i worked at walgreens and a woman came in with her pants down fully commando yelling for us to call an ambulance because she pooped her pants she was corralled outside where she took off her pants completely and sat half naked crisscross apple sauce on the ground in front of the store until the ambulance got there wow <laughs> joe what reading oh, these i've got no hope for humanity you know bloody hell no uh i mean i think if i shit myself the last thing i would do is take my clothes off and draw and go attention into a to it yeah, I would be, I wouldn't, uh, if I needed to call an, I don't know if I'd call an ambulance if, just for shooting myself either. I'd probably go home, then. I like, mean, if you're going to shoot yourself, you've either needed the toilet for a long time and just can't do it, or you've got your ill or something. Yeah. Um, but I would not be going into a store going, ambulance, I've done and a poo. taking your pants off. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather keep my trousers on until I get home. But I wouldn't, oh. even, I wouldn't even sit there going, I need an ambulance, would you? If you were pouring no. blood from the back, okay. Yeah. But, like, oh, God, some people. Um, so this one's from Evoke ASMR. I thought I'd mention her because obviously she's an ASMR artist and me and Nick are ASMR artists as well. And she's so. quite local to us, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, so um, I once witnessed a colleague get a small bullet vibrator out of her bag and use it while sat at her desk. Seriously, I couldn't believe my eyes. Oh my god, you were joking. <laughs> yeah. What do you like, do for work, Evoke? Like what else? Um Do you know do you know what she does? No, no. I don't no. know. You'll have to let us know what you do. She it must be an office or something. But must I think be. you you read about this in women's magazines though, don't you? Like where women have often admitted that they'll use vibrators at work if you work in an office. Know, in, in the desk it's no, it's quite um well not a normal thing but people have admitted it in women's magazines but, i've read them quite a few times oh it depends on the office and how cornered off your desk is but like yeah. why do they for the start of the meant to be working but besides from that wouldn't you just go somewhere else like tucking yeah, the toilet like, like why at the desk it must be like a a thing i don't know i mean how just, right, realistically right how would you enjoy that? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> well, my response was, well, she must have had a good day. Because, like, <laughs> to start your day off like that, you just relaxed while uh, <laughs> working. So, I mean... I, the vibe has been, been very discreet. I kind discreet. of see the appeal. 
but I would be embarrassed. I don't think I could ever do it, but I can see the appeal. <laughs> Me personally, I don't see the appeal because mm. I wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I, I think in a be... fantasy world, yeah, it's yeah. hot. But in a real world, I don't think I could cope. Because I would be thoroughly embarrassed if anyone had seen me. I would. And obviously, she and, did get seen. And if you don't think you've been seen, but you have, and somebody's got their camera out and stick it on social, you don't know, know, do you? Like... Nah. Well, that's bad for them, though, the people that put that on social media. Yeah, they, that's sh wrong. they shouldn't be should doing that, do that, 100%. No. But some weirdos, some weirdos would do that. Yeah. That's crossing a line, but then you will get some people go, shouldn't have been doing it in public then. Yeah, that, that is crossing a line also. You're at a workplace. but then it still doesn't give somebody the right to no, do that. But besides Two wrongs don't that, make a right. 100%, Jode. <laughs> but, like... I don't know about that, but you do. I've seen things like that in shows when people have said stuff. Yeah, and just like that's what I mean. These are like things that would happen in a movie. It is, isn't it? <laughs> but the fact that these things happen and just like yeah, they do. Oh God! If I was at work, I'd be bloody stressed to be honest. So thinking about that, yeah, fair play. Well, maybe it just helps the stress. <laughs> God. <Funny. laughs> God, what is with these people pooing themselves? One night, an older gentleman came into our store and he defecated, I can't say that word, in his overalls and proceeded to let it fall out of his pant leg onto the floor. He said nothing and just left. He hasn't been back since. Oh, God. I mean, okay, he's an older man. I've been mortified if that ever happened to me. He's an older man, yeah. I'm guessing quite old. Something, you know, it could happen. And he must have felt so embarrassed. And you probably yeah, wouldn't go back, would you? <laughs> but, but, oh, God. But if I felt it, I would run. I'd be like, oh, I've got to go. Not just stand there and let it fall out my trousers. You Or if it, if it started to happen, you would go, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, You'd be like, okay, I feel it. I've got to go. Like, I would yeah. rush off and just say, look, I feel ill. I've got to go. I mean, unless he was incontinent. And it just happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. So, did door-to-door -door sales in the Bronx, so I saw a lot of wild stuff. Parked my car near the building where I, uh, I started knocking my route. Oh, my knock where I start my knocking route. Some dude walks past with a duffel bag. He proceeds to stop, throw the bag on the ground, begins pissing all over it and all over himself. He proceeds to grab some fruit from the bag, takes a bite of the fruit and returns on his walk. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Why would you want to eat an apple that you'd just pissed on? I mean, Bear Grylls is all for like drinking your own pee if you're stuck in the wild and stuff and yeah. to keep you going and all. But that seems a little bit like he had a... Why would you piss on your own bag? Like, why not just piss on the floor next to you if you're that desperate? I, I don't understand why you'd piss on your own property. And I'm guessing, he, 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 I'm guessing he picked the bag up and went again. Um, yeah, he did, yeah. Well... I maybe, think so, yeah. Maybe he had some kind of weird fetish. 
know, just, yeah, I can't explain that. I don't know. <laughs> no. I'd like to, this person, whoever you are, I'd like to hear some more of these things that you've got. I know. <laughs> if you've seen a lot of stuff, let us know. Oh. Right. So one of them was when my boss had an argument with a customer and my boss was so pissed that he ended up spitting in the customer's french fries and he served it her. No. That's what worries me. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, God. Oh, no. The thought of it. I mean, come on, man. That's out of order, isn't it? Yeah. That's a manager as well. What kind of examples that's setting? I mean, there's me being oh. serious now. <laughs> but, mm, Yeah, I don't like things like that because it gives me a weird feeling because I do, I enjoy eating out. But then when I hear these stories, Put it makes off, me feel it? like, oh, yeah. Because I don't know what people are doing. And then it makes you look at it and think, what well, actually have I just ate? Oh, no, yeah. that's put me off, takeaways. And, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, God, some of these. Okay, so, had a holiday job as an assistant lifeguard at a council swimming pool. Customers would relieve themselves in the pool rather than use the toilet I've heard about this a lot. People wee in the pool mm. rather than just getting out to the toilet. It's literally right outside. It's not that far, but they do. Um, and I mean, not, oh, wait. And I mean, number twos. So people would poo themselves in a pool. I don't know mm. where you are. I've never experienced that, thankfully. And this would happen about twice a day. Really? Oh, God. As the newbie, it was my job to catch it in a net and dispose oh, of it. Typical <laughs> The supervisor would make us practice before opening by throwing a lion bar into the pool. The weirdest bit, she would then eat the lion bar after. Oh, you're kidding me. I've never eaten one since. You know what, though? Now I feel very grateful for the swimming pool that I used to go to because if they see any foreign objects in the pool, they empty the whole pool and clean it. Yeah. I've never known anyone fish something out and not clean the pool properly. No, I haven't That's either. really, that's quite bad. Yeah, because the um, one over here, they've had to, things have happened like with kids and stuff because that yeah. can happen. They've had to, they've shut the pool down and everything. You can't Yeah, they do it. for like hours, yeah. Mm -hmm. I do that here as well so I'm really surprised to hear that and I would never eat the I mean she said it was cleaner because it had obviously been put in the chlorine but I was like it's not at all because you have to clean it out the chlorine can only do so much yeah obviously would clean a pool. No. Yeah, oh, oh that's disgusting. No wonder, but no wonder people get ill from like sometimes swimming and stuff when you got all yeah. that kind of going on, and then people aren't cleaning it. But the fact that she ate that as well, that's just mind boggling. It makes me sick. It does. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. If people are going to pee in the pool, okay, it's just minging, but if they do, fair enough. But yeah. the fact that somebody wants to go and have a shit in it. <laughs> What is with this shit? Hello, man. It's fucking, it's just ridiculous. Talking about that, I've got another one here. Man came in and used our washroom for about half an hour. When he finally emerged, I was sent in to see if there's any damage done. 
This man shit in his underwear, crumpled it into a ball in the corner, then literally painted the walls and the door of the stall top to bottom with his shit. Manager tried to get me to clean it. I was 15 at the time, making minimum wage. I think fuck not. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would refuse as well. How rude. Like, oh yeah, do because you're 15. No. You know what, though? There's a, there's, there was someone where I used to work in the, it was staff as well because uh, I was staff toilets um, and the general public weren't allowed in really there was one person or a few I don't know that used to like leave shit on the floor and stuff and like around the toilet seat like they'd messed around with it and it was on the walls and stuff and I'd be like who is this person because if they're leaving the toilet like that, what are they leaving their like desk like? Who? Because obviously you move around and stuff as well. Isn't your desk's not your desk? Like so, it was. It was pretty gross. Do you it know was, what though? Yeah. If I were, and it's obviously there. a woman because they weren't like joint toilets. They were female uh, and male toilets. So it's obviously a woman that left it what, like though? that. I would have if that was me working there. I would have said, right, who is this? Who's this yeah. scum doing this? You would, wouldn't you? Especially yeah. if it's a staff toilet, you'd be one. I personally, as a boss, would be saying, "This is disgusting. Who is this? Do you know what I mean?" Yeah. Um. But Ugh. whether I'm a boss or not, that's just disgusting, isn't it? Like, okay, fair enough. If you manage to shit in your clothes, you chuck it in a ball and just leave it. Okay, whatever. But why did he feel the need to get it all and put it everywhere? No. Oh, I just can't. This, this, yeah, just wrong. Uh, someone said co-workers having sex in a car, but that's not that weird though. No, uh, it's not weird. Uh, and I said uh, sex in a car isn't weird, but it is weird when you have to witness it. <laughs> if you yeah. witness it, then you are gonna feel a bit weird. Mm. <laughs> Unless you're one of the doggers <laughs> near where I used to live. <laughs> have you heard about that? Yeah, where people <laughs> watch other people having sex because um <laughs> where where i used to live um where i'm from there's a place called um Canic chase um, yeah there's quite a lot of stories about things at Canic chase um probably some things documented actually which we could maybe mention in a future episode of true crime so mm -hmm. that'll be interesting but yeah. um this place, anyway, it was known um, for a, a hot spot of dogging. Um, and apparently there was a guy, um, Dan Collymore, is it? Is he a footballer or something? He got caught dogging up there or something like oh that. Oh, God. So it's a big thing. Like, um, But we used to, oh, I used to drive around all the time with like, my mates. And we used to hang out at Cannot Chase like, all the time. Like, you know, before I was driving and then when I could drive and stuff. Just used to be our local like hangout. And yeah. sometimes, right, it would get dark and you'd literally get the cars come up like this Stop. really yeah. slow. And it would be like a man on its own. And he'd park next to you and go like this. And the once, right, it was weird. It was me and like a boyfriend. We just sat there and uh, some car pulled up and I was like, fucking hell, feels weird. And this guy, he was like this on the window. Like looking like this, he was going and trying the door and I was like, fucking hell, let's get out of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
to be honest with you, right, I've experienced so much stuff over Canic Chase, right? Some weird alien style shit I'm talking ghost <laughs> type shit I'll tell you now that would make a good episode Joe some of yeah, well, the stuff someone, did, someone has mentioned um, that we should do maybe a supernatural thing so if you have got stories about that then we could probably mm. talk about our stories on that definitely that's got to be a future episode Joe we yeah. can ask that question yeah so yeah leading on to that then this was what someone said the weirdest thing that they saw at work um she watched someone disappear into the elevator i thought my eyes were playing tricks on me but my friend was like no i saw him too and when we both described um to each other who we saw it was the same person um and then yeah she said that might be for another podcast maybe do a supernatural one so i mean that is a weird thing to see at work yeah So that person just went in there and vanished? Apparently so. I'd, want to, I'd be like, going to me, think, can I look at the cameras? <laughs> I want to see yeah. who that person was. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, uh, so, Bizarre. yeah, that's it from me. That I've um, done all mine now. I don't know whether you've got any more. Um, let me just double-check. This one person says she's had a lot of weird stuff happen, you know, sexual, racist rants, etc. That's quite common, isn't it, to get, unfortunately. Um, But the one time she had to shut the store down because of a blackout. But as employees, we were still hanging out in the building. A guy walked up to the... Walked up to our completely dark store and tried to force the door open. We told him we were closed and he pointed at the hours of operation and said we were supposed to be open. He wouldn't take no for an answer. Now that reminds me of a time where, another place near where I used to live, um, there was, the store had gone down a bit. I think it might have been during COVID actually, you know. I don't know. So the doors were closed and he kept trying to push the door and he was moaning, saying like, open, it's open. And because you were standing in there, they'd shut it Mm. for a reason. I can't remember what now, but he kept trying to open the door and everything to get in. And he was adamant that he should be in there because it's open. And when I've worked Mm. in um, retail before, I've had similar experiences where people are there like banging on the door trying to get in. And we're like, no, we're shut. But, and they're yeah. like, but you're still in here. But actually, no, we'd shut because it had passed the time. So I think mm-hmm. that must be some kind of common thing, to be honest. Yeah, because where, um, where I worked, they used to come in last minute. Literally, there'd be a minute on the clock and people would walk in knowing that it closed at that time. So I do feel sorry for the later staff that have to like wait for everyone to leave after that time because then you don't get paid for that. Like yeah. when your shift's ended at that time yeah. of night, it's ended. Yeah. So unless you're 15 minutes over, some companies don't pay you that extra 15 minutes. Yeah, so, so me, when I worked in the retail, I used to do a lot of finished shifts. So like, I did mm. late night shift and I did like Sunday um, afternoon finish. And it was a pain in the arse because you'd like, you know, you'd start saying, please make your way to the checkout, blah, blah, blah. Um, And, you know, you had to keep going round. And sometimes you'd be seeing people just dawdling like they've got the time in the world. And sometimes, Mm. you know, I've had to go up to people and say, look, just let you know the story's closed now. Please make your way to there. And they look at you like, (sighs) like, do you know what I mean? They're thinking the store's actually shut now. You know, and it's right. I didn't get paid for any extra that we had to wait. 
um, you know, yeah. they stop letting people in. And then sometimes I think we spoke about it to like managers and that. And then they turned around and said, well, the store's shut at five, but if people's still in it, you just have to work it until they've gone. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. shitty, really, isn't it? Because you, oh, you should turn around and say, well, sorry, my shift's done. Yeah. Mad, um, Hang on, I think I might have another one here. I just saw a woman cut her head off. Hang on. <laughs> right. A woman and her mother said they will cut my head off if I don't tell them where in the parking lot they park their car. I worked at the information point in a shopping centre and they told and told them the parking lot doesn't belong to us and I can't see or check anything. But they kept insulting me. The woman also had a seven-year-old daughter next to them and her mom and she was crying and the security had to come and take them away from me and she was fighting them to come back to me and screaming at me it was so scary also because i was never rude or anything i just told her i can't help her with that because i don't do anything or have any seeing or whatever in the parking lot and i also can't check her card or so they completely were freaking out ignoring me telling me telling them it doesn't belong to us or something yes i hate people that overreact like that like but saying things like that i'm gonna cut your head off like that's a bit extreme. that's psychopathic behavior like stop <laughs> the, i mean like what i don't understand with that like get a grip do you know what i mean yeah if you've parked your car it's got nothing to do with anybody else but yourself yeah you can't say to someone tell me where my car is that's just like what the hell somebody walked in a shop once with two snakes oh and he wanted to take it to the calf. He pleaded that it was his wife's birthday and he just wanted a slice of cheesecake. There was um, a person at my friend's work that went into, just casually walked into the staff area, mm. um, stole money out of my friend's bag and then walked casually out. They found out who he was on camera. They told the police they... Um, talking but she still hasn't had that money back the police have got it in their evidence oh, right so they Same might way. never get that back no it's out of order Cause, isn't it because it's cash she's got no proof that the transaction yeah. happened yeah but i think if she got a bank statement surely but apparently not so yeah mm. that person stole and then they both lost out because which is mad but it's, so, it's mad what the like people will do they've got so much bottle to just walk in somewhere yeah. It's crazy. It is. Oh, but the funny thing is about this person, um, he said he got um, the cheesecake, snakes in one hand, cheesecake in the other, um, and then he fell down three steps that led out the calf. Cheesecake went flying, covering the entire bookcase, and he broke his ankle. Snakes, oh. nowhere to be found. Oh, God. Oh. Um, and then she said, um, I had to stay to work over two hours after close to help family help his family members find the snakes needed to stay outside i quit a week later and the yeah. snakes were recovered in good shape oh yeah good oh um the people only... do these things to show off and not really think of the animals involved yeah because like, i know people have got a fear of snakes and stuff but like they'll just mind their own business if you just mind yours yeah <laughs> you know uh, last one um, I've got is basically 
Um, once had to give first aid to a guy who somehow managed to get a splinter going directly through his palm, uh, like an acupuncture needle. His wife fainted. Oh, God. Whew. That was yeah. helpful, wasn't it, Chode? It was very good. I loved him. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I absolutely loved him. He's brought back some memories for me as well. It did. Yeah, it has actually brought me back to my retail days. Do you know what yeah. I mean? With all the, you know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, now we'll move on to our work experiences, what you've done previously. Um, yeah, so uh, and then you can tell us some stories about your workplaces, if you like. Mm -hmm. So go on then. You start. Okay, so yeah, uh, my first ever job, I worked in a golf club um, doing like the, mainly dishing out the food and also cleaning up afterwards. It's mad though because I was like 15, maybe 16, just gone 16 and the amount you got paid, I got paid three three seventy five back then for every hour and some days I would work like really late nights and like finish at one o'clock in the morning and I was like 15, 16, that's crazy to me yeah. now I think that. Yeah, it gave me like it. really good experience but... Also, I, I think to myself, it was quite late for a young girl to be out. Yeah, it is a bit. We didn't think about stuff back then. Nah. My, my parents allowed it and all, though. That's what I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Just wanted Just normal, to make some money, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my first experience. I didn't really have any wild experiences from there because I only did, like, a few hours here and there, maybe four hours on a night or two hours, three hours here and there. But yeah, that was my first ever job. And then I um, worked in a shoe shop that got closed down. Oh God, I remember that day still. It was traumatic. So they didn't tell me the store was closing down. I turned up to work and the whole store was closed. Really? Yeah, and I'd worked there about a year. Oof, I was absolutely gutted. Did they go bust or something? Yeah. But then like we kind of knew... It was going bust, but they never said when it was finally closing. They never mm. told me at all, never contacted me, nothing. Then a year later, I got, like, um, a letter, uh, and they give me a cheque of, like, £75 for my redundancy money. <laughs> like, Better well. than nothing, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but it took a year for them to finally get in touch with me. I was bawling outside the shop. Absolutely gutted I was. Aww. Yeah. How about you? What was your first job? Um, my job history. Um, I'm one of these that I'm not very good at sticking with a job or anything really. A lot of it was with my mental health and things I haven't really stuck at a lot. Um, but I first got... I think that's good to talk about though because I think there's a lot of people that are like that. Normally yeah. I change my jobs every three years. I mean... It was more of a case of I didn't start work until I was about 18. Um, mm -hmm. Or it might have been 17, I don't know. I tried, um, I always remember, it was, it was about 2004 and I just split up with one of my boyfriends. It was just disastrous. Then um, I got this job and it was in a kitchen shop. So it was mm. selling literally like saucepans, everything, really expensive stuff. And I remember starting then, I worked my butt off, right? Mm. Um, made a couple of friends with a couple of the girls. One of them we ended up becoming quite best friends. The other one was a bit of a, mm. and um, 
it was always a bit like a competition with her, with that friend and me. It was just stupid, like. Yeah. I'd be always like, well, I want to be involved, but the other girl didn't. And then the weird thing was, this, I found out that my ex was actually dating this other girl's best friend. Oh, no. <laughs> so we'd just split up. Um, and I started working there and I, I remember like on my lunch I was casually talking to this my ex and I was a bit like we, I want to get back together and I thought it was just like some yeah. kind of break it wasn't obviously um, and he was always like oh I don't know yet blah 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 and then it was just weird because I was out one night and then my girl the girl who was my friend like she said oh yeah I found out that such and such is um, going out with such and such is best friend and I went you fucking joking me Oh, it was a nightmare. Oh, no. I, I couldn't start that job then because I thought yeah. she was a bit of a bitch anyway. And then the job, I like, worked my arse off and I was literally standing up. But if at one point I stood still, they, the boss would come over, come on. Yeah. And I thought, you want me to circle the shop continuously? What do you want me to do exactly? Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I hated it. Must have only been there about four, four weeks and I quit. So that was my yeah. first job. Um. Then my second job, um, I actually got when I started college. So my 50th college course I started, um, <laughs> literally. Um, I was about 19 and I think about the year before I applied for this job in a shop. Um, at, the, at the time it was actually called Summerfield. It's now the co-op. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I worked there Um and I, I applied a year before and I didn't hear anything or anything. Usually a year later, I remember I was I was in the bath and my mum come up and she goes, phone here, it's uh, like Summerfield or Summer. So I answered it and they asked, uh, give me an interview and I thought I applied for that like a year ago. Got the job and I literally, I did like a Tuesday evening to start with and then like a Sunday all day. Um, and yeah. I actually did work there for a couple of years actually because I was at college at the same time and this was the first college course I actually stuck at. Um, mm. I managed two years there and I did the same um, obviously at this job. To be honest with you, bloody hell. Shop work, I tell you, is like the uh, the people that I see working in the shop now. I kind of sympathise with them because I know how bloody hard it is, especially when you got to stand up like all yeah, the time. All like when yeah. I worked, I was behind the kiosk, so with the fags mm -hmm. and everything. Um, and obviously, it was always standing up, and then it was always one of those things: the dreaded ID, ID check. I mm. hated it. People coming, I'm thinking, if you don't... Because, obviously, back then, you just had to look, like, 18, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but you have to ask people for ID if you wasn't sure, because I could get into trouble and whatnot. And yeah. sometimes I'd be like... I asked one person once, and they went, are you joking? I'm such... just went, I'll just take it as a compliment. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were all right about it, but they are a bit funny. And then other times, they'd give me their ID, and I'd be like, fuck... How do I work out how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> I used to like that as well. And because you're thinking about it, it's like you've got brain, your brain just blocks up. So you're like, you, I can't even calculate it now because I'm thinking about it too much. And then they're looking at me. Yeah. And one time, I think one person could see me sweating. And they said to me, so how old am I then? I'm like, and I was like, no, you 
<laughs> that did on purpose, did they? Arsehole. And I was just like, uh, old enough. <laughs> and I think I did spend like, while I was doing something else, I think I spent the time working it out. And I was like, just before he went, I said how old he was. But I just, because once you start getting scared, you it's yeah. hard to concentrate. Your brain just freezes. You know I'll get I, that anyway. If I'm really honest with you, Jode. If they give me their ID, they were old enough. <laughs> so I just went, yeah, yeah, thanks. Seriously, I did. Because I was just, I couldn't work it out. Because I'm terrible at maths. And I couldn't work it out for the life of me. The queue was stacking up. So I'd be like, yep, you've given it me. That's great. Like this. And then the oh. worst was when, like, young lads come in. And they were, like, trying to buy beer and fags. I'm like, fucking hell, I'm not asking you for ID. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, it's so embarrassing. And I hated it as well. Because this guy that... Um, I'd said who I'd split up with. He'd always like come in the shop, and he'd do it on purpose because he knew I worked there. And mm. he'd be always sitting outside in his car and stuff to wind me up. And I'd be just like, yeah. "Why are you so bothered about coming to see me? But you won't be with me. It just yeah. baffled me." And then I'm just like, "You're just so like winding me up." Do you just know what wanted I mean? to keep you interested. And then at one point, no, I'm waffling on a bit about this shop. Um, there was a guy that started there, right? And he was actually a supervisor. Okay, mm. I mean, being me, back then I was a little bit like man hungry. Do you know what I mean? All the time, mm. I was just yeah, a bit of a player back then. Um, and um, I'm not no sensible. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I like this guy. I don't know why. Um, and then somehow I don't know how we started talking or something like that. But then we ended up like dating each other. Mm. and uh obviously i was dating for a little bit and then that's when i met my husband um and i remember like they my husband and our friend um thought he looked like an old man right which i don't know why mm -hmm. and obviously back then like my husband like sort of like wanted to get with me and stuff but we were just friends because obviously I was with this guy and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really I just felt like if I got with him it was going to be like a permanent thing and I didn't want to settle yeah. down that's literally what I felt like it was so weird so I was dating him for a little bit and then I remember the one day I don't know what happened it, we, we'd end up having an argument he was obsessed with his ex or something like this and I didn't want him anymore and then literally I couldn't go back to work because he was my supervisor Oh. And it was so fucking awkward. So I was like, shit. So I wrote my resignation, <laughs> giving yeah. my husband and our friend. They took it into work because that's Nick's resignation. <laughs> and I didn't walk back in. I should have done. Oh. I should have done some time, like, but I didn't. Yeah, walk back in. And uh, then I found out a while later that he actually got sacked. Because he was pinching food. Oh. He was yeah. actually robbing from them. And then I found out he was also robbing from this other shop that he worked at before. No way. There was a similar experience when I worked in my next retail job. Um, there was a few people that got um, the sack for robbing food on their break. They would just rob it and then for, say, oh, they forgot to pay for it. But obviously so where did you work then after you... Second um, in a superstore, mm. in like a big store. So yeah, um, yeah, where you had like clothing, um, 
tech, so TVs, mobiles, things like that, and then like also you know your massive so a, food. So a bit like Tesco, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so um, oh, I worked there for a bit. To be fair though, I really enjoyed retail. I thought it was a laugh. The people are funny, and. It's a bit of a dos, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, it's also hard work as well, but it is a bit of a dos. Because, I mean, I was a w- weekend staff as well. Week staff, ha- week staff hated us and all. Um, even Weekends though, were a dos, weren't they? Yeah, they were a bit. Like, mm. my Saturdays I used to do 1 till 10. And Sundays, I think they put me on a shift like 11 till 7 or something. It was absolutely shit. But I did it anyway. Um... But, like, the store would close at four, so I had three hours of just on my own. And then, like, well, I had an hour on my own because they'd leave at, like, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, the three girls that I used to work with. So then I'd be on my own for an hour. Mm. Most of the time on a Sunday, though, we'd get the work done as quick as we could and then we'd just doss in the warehouse. Yeah, I mean, with me, with that job, um, Sundays it was terrible because I'd often come in drunk. Like, same i was about to say that i was always <laughs> always hanging i think one of the times i just i was literally not on the floor and i because i would just every 20 minutes i'd be being sick and one of the um supervisors actually looked after me he was like keep this water here and just keep sipping it just keep mm. sipping it and then leave when you have to he did look after me like i have met some really good people in retail as well like i'm friends with a few i'm friends with one and we had drama to start oh. with because we both like the same lad oh. <laughs> and i don't know where at first so mm. like it, neither of us knew each other so we don't really owe each other anything we both liked him and we was both like seeing him sort of thing oh um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was uh it was awkward um but then later on we became really good friends and like obviously none of us talked to him anymore but like yeah we uh we became really close after that it's like i remember um there was you had your shit stuff on and then you was your good stuff it's like one of them i remember him i'm not going to mention his name but he was a, i loved him i love working with him he was just a just a funny guy over and i think he still works there actually yeah um but you know we when i used to come in hungover i was lucky enough really that i was never really sick it was only a couple of times when literally i'd got i'd had too much sambucas um but i'd go in and i was always like knackered because i'd always have vodka red bull so mm-hmm. i was always like hyper depressed hyper depressed. yeah it was like doing this with me i couldn't sleep i had to go in i thought fucking i don't want to go in and i was stood up all day and we just like oh my god and i just it was just it was a nightmare on a sunday i tell you and i was just like and then i don't was, miss those days <laughs> there was a couple of guys there this one guy i had a right crush on this one guy um and it was so annoying because I just it was got to a point when I'd be going in, <clears throat> make sure I look good and, and then the one night we were off out and we all went actually drinking. I stayed at his house. But he still had this thing with kind of some other girl, it was just dead weird. And then he buggered off to uni and stuff like that. <laughs> so but I always remember it was good days because a lot of the time we'd hang out in the back in the warehouse yeah. and stocking the freezers up and like filling the shelves and then it was like I used to like being on the shop floor walking around and to be honest with you I've got so anxious working on the till yeah just like I didn't want to do it at all but yeah. see I don't mind the till work I thought it was easy I'm just sitting there scanning it through I really 
I'm all that bothered about the till work. Um, I think the worst part for me was when I had to do the... Because I was shy, like much more shy when I was younger. I hadn't really come out of my shell when I was working at Tesco. And the first... Because I, I worked on three departments. I did the tech first. I moved to clothing. And then I did um, the labels. You know, where you scan the labels mm. and change the labels for the prices. And... Um, they asked me to do the tannoy, where you have to talk over. Oh, it was an absolute nightmare. I could never do it, and I would always refuse to do it. And then that's why I got kicked off that department because they was like, "Well, you need to do the tannoy. You're not doing it, so you're going to be moved over to COVID." And I was like, "Thank God," because I hated that. Yeah, I had to do and it a few but times. They mind tills. But you're a, a Tesco are huge, aren't they? Most of them. Are yeah, yeah, big. yeah, yeah. Whereas this shop that I was in wasn't that big. But I used to have to go staff announcement. Can some and so come to the till? <laughs> do you know yeah, it just it, it gives me anxiety <laughs> thinking about it because my voice is like really oh, too girly anyway. So you imagine when I was younger, like high and no one could hear me. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I used to go upstairs. I used to go upstairs and there was one, like, arsehole. She was trying to become supervisor, I think, so she was always up manager's asses. Mm. And she'd come up to me and was like, no one could hear you. And I was like, don't ask me to do it then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It used to drive me up the wall. You should have done your, uh, should have done an ASMR one. Hello, <laughs> oh, I don't know about ASMR then, to be no, honest. No, did I, actually. Yeah. No. Uh, and then um, after that, I worked in um, WH Smiths. Um, so I okay. worked there. I actually joined as a Christmas temp, and then I got offered a permanent position. And to be mm. honest, I don't know, the manager guy was pretty cool. Um, I actually really enjoyed it, weirdly. Because I don't really like books, I don't really read. Um, but I like doing it. I didn't really like being on the till much because it was really manic. But I quite like being on the shop floor. Uh, and mm. then they were going to put me through to a supervisor position like already after a few months. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And he said, because I could see you working on being a manager quite soon and stuff. Mm. And then at the same time, after so long I got offered a job actually in my career that I trained, trained in at college which was beauty and holistic therapies yeah. biggest mistake of my life was leaving WH Smiths to get this job in a summer really? yeah I wish I hadn't bothered oh um, no she was an utter bitch um, it's a shame she told me to have an abortion with my son and I was 16 God. weeks pregnant wow and um, she was just a snotty cow. Um, worked my arse off, you know. In the end, when I was pregnant, I was shoved in one of the gyms because um, it was like a chain, but it was like a private salon. And it was um, over where I used to live, the second place she opened. It's just me mm. sat there for eight hours a day. And then she'd moan at me because I had no um, clients in. And I went, mm. I can't make people come and have a massage. They want one or they yeah. don't. Um, yeah. And it got really bad, and then she got to a point when she was kept reducing my hours, and you know, and then she never paid me on time. She never paid my maternity on time. Um, she, I, I didn't think she was paying my tax, and then I actually found out she didn't pay my tax. So I've got um, masses of gaps in my national insurance yeah. because she never oh, paid. Me. But they actually added it back on, so I'm guessing yeah. she got into trouble for that. 
so a bit of karma in it. And in the one day, yeah. she put me down to an hour, hour a week. Like, what's mm. an hour a week going to do? It's going to take me longer to get there because I didn't live yeah. near there. In the end, I just quit. Mm. And I was stressing so much for such a long time about leaving, you know. I just felt so stressed about it, worrying about money and everything. And I tell you now, as soon as I quit, I felt so relieved. And I think mm. there's so many people actually possibly watching. They must have gone, not necessarily identical, but in that situation, they're so worried about leaving, say, their job. Like I was, I can't explain how how bad I was I don't know why because I've been one of those that's never really stuck at a great deal yeah I still didn't want I just felt like I couldn't quit I was terrible mm. even though I knew the working environment was terrible I was working yeah. and most of the time I didn't get my money and whatnot but I felt like I couldn't and she called me in the once I took my son in and basically it was like an interrogation on me like me and yeah. everyone around the desk and that's when I went home and then I received a, an email stating about my hours I just turned around to my husband and went can't do it anymore I'm done mm. best thing I ever did I find that it's the workplaces that you hate the most that are hardest to leave do you reckon yeah because I don't know what it is you're just kind of scared to say I'm quitting because you know how horrible they are mm. so it puts you the fear in even though in your mind you're just thinking why do I even care I'm just gonna give them my like fucker yeah. do you know what I mean mm. but for some reason you just can't yeah so a similar thing happened to me um because I got another job after working at Tesco and um my friend actually got me the job I started working in the care home with her um because I needed a full-time job I was living on a boat and the Tesco ways just wasn't enough because it was only like part-time I was doing four four days mm. uh, so I needed something full-time so yeah I went to um care home and it wasn't like the people we worked for like obviously the um the people in the care home taking care from us that was like not bad at all quite mm. enjoyed that part but it was the people that I worked with the staff mm. it's so toxic like they're just I've never worked in a place so I don't know just horrible there's always an atmosphere was he and, like um, elderly it, elderly yeah certain things or like dementia ward or just uh, yeah dementia it was yeah. like yeah it was dementia mm. um so yeah uh, it was just like the, I don't know, the staff was just to say that them carers they didn't care about each other. It was, yeah. and we were all working in the same thing. Do you know mm. what I mean? But like, um, yeah, like my it was my a good friend at the time. Um, she just switched. Uh, every time I was at work, she like wouldn't really talk to me. Uh, but then when we was outside of work, she'd be fine with me. Mm. Um, and like she'd turned staff towards the end she started turning staff against me uh it was yeah like really weird i could just tell when anymore. no not at all um i could just tell when they'd been talking and i found out later that she was fully aware of how she treated me because her ex-boyfriend told me because like i'm still all right with him when i see him i'll say mm. hello to him and we have a chat and that <laughs> and um i asked him for a while like when we do and um he said like she used to tell me that she'd treat you like he so she was fully aware that she did used to treat me like that um some kind of yeah. power thing do you think I, I really don't know i don't know but yeah she was just always a bit odd. 
weird and then it just got worse when i was working there so yeah then i moved like a department so i was kind of away from that and just working on um like the creative side of it getting people to do like things so they're not just bored in the seats all day it was mm. like the um i forgot the job title now but yeah i did that um for a little while uh, and then i just thought like oh i, I don't want to do this anymore like i do want to mm. do something else with my life i want to try and get a better wage and just move on so but i just found it so difficult to hand my notice in mm. yeah um, that's strange you said honest, that actually and she was like the manager wore that bad but I, she was a little bit strict she was a bit funny on some like on some occasions mm. and like when i did hand my notice in we always left early on a friday um because there wasn't much to do like you'd leave an hour early um me and we've always done that mm. um because of the way the hours worked we always got to leave on on the friday and um I said that I was going to leave, like, and she was like, well, I'll give you permission to do that. And I was like, well, we always do. It's part of the contract. Mm. So it just made me feel even worse. And I was just like, you've made me feel yeah. awful for no reason. I'm leaving anyway. Like, you know what I mean? You're lucky I'll even come in it? this week. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I completely get it. I do. I understand. And to be honest, it mm. wouldn't surprise me if my friend had gone in to speak to the manager about me. Yeah. And that's what's caused the, like... Rift yeah. thing, yeah. I mean, it's like it was very like toxic at that salon, and very yeah. like vindictive, manipulative. And you could tell that I was treated differently. Yeah, like it was so blatantly obvious. Do you know what I mean? I just felt so awkward around there. Yeah. Um, but I want to ask you actually. So, how was it working in a care home besides the shitty people? Um, I quite enjoyed it. To be fair. Mm. Um, for the most part, yeah, like the the you know they they were helpless, so you've just got to try and help them, eh, and do your best for them. So that part wasn't so bad. It was sad, like mm. when you obviously got close to people and then they passed yeah. away. You'd obviously speak to the families and then never speak to the families again after that as well. Mm. So there was that, but also I'd find that some of the families mm. would start resenting you a bit. Oh, really? When they found out that they was getting ill, like some of the families would be a bit arsy with you because they'd think that it's your fault you haven't looked after them, or mm. if I don't know, you'd they'd they'd sometimes feel like we weren't doing enough for them towards mm. the end, which there there are a lot you can do if they're in pain, like yeah. they, the nurse can give them meds, but that most of the time they're quite stubborn and don't want to be moved around, yeah. but families like them to be, but it's like. You, it's yeah so towards the end sometimes it's either the family are good with you or they're not because they can't accept what's going on basically mm. a lot of the time i think it's hard. so yeah i mean it was, yeah it's a bit of both like sometimes it was good and some it was rewarding most of the time but sometimes it would be sad i mean i'm a bit like a bit skeptical to be honest about care homes after all the crap stories that you hear um, yeah and how like shitty they treat people and stuff so a part of me thinks i had witnessed a couple of things that probably shouldn't have been done not abuse but uh yeah probably not keeping the dignity neglectful. as much as they could have done yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i can understand that it must be so hard and frustrating i mean my husband's granddad um had dementia um mm. he had vascular dementia so it's like to do with the 
vascular nerve to do with them um, yeah I think because of strokes or something like that and it started like many years ago starts with their forgetfulness and repeating and all that kind of stuff and he escalated I, I won't go into that because it's personal but he went into um a care home um by that point he was quite beyond if you know what i mean he got to, yeah he didn't really know who people were and whatnot um i visited i think once when i went inside oh my god i hate it absolutely hated mm. it like just i just i don't know i just couldn't it was just weird like the way it was it was difficult for me but i was always like mm, are you a dodgy one <laughs> yeah <laughs> like keeping my eye yeah. out and then what it's sad for me because my granddad was put in a care home um, mm. and all this was happening during covid so i couldn't see him um yeah. he was in hospital for a while and he's a bloody idiot i don't know why he did this bloody 91 whatever decides to go and shuffle some fecking snow even my granddad Aww. was like that my granddad was like it was only the very last few day month year really year or so when he started to deteriorate and it, it, yeah. if covid wasn't there he would have lasted longer he had yeah. nothing to live for like nobody yeah. was around and he just deteriorated and i i visited him once in there god it broke me absolutely broke me he, just yeah. the way he completely he was such a proud man and the mm. fact that he was there with a little sippy cup and like a proper kind of napping yeah. and that like just awful. Yeah. and then the last time i saw him he was just totally out of it basically he just didn't know it was literally days pending um and mm. in the end i was actually quite i was pleased that he yeah. wasn't suffering anymore and the way i see it, i just believe that he went to be with nan now if you know what i mean mm. but to work in that place it must be so draining though to yeah like it, to it can be because it's it's all day like obviously all day care everyday care so it, it it's hard work like there were 12 hour shifts and by the time i'd finished i was exhausted and sometimes mm. there'd be like three on mm. you do three 12 hour shifts yeah. And you'd just be exhausted after that. Like, I'd leave and I could hardly speak to Nathan when he'd mm. pick me up. I hardly spoke to him because I just wanted to sleep. Yeah. I was, it, it was tiring. I was fine with care work and that. It's a lot of hard work, but you don't get the same respect as, say, people in yeah. the NHS and stuff like mm. that. Which is a shame, really, because you're still caring and doing a, it's a hands on job, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah constant but what i don't like about the care homes actually half of them you go in look like shit like they're not i always sit there and think can't they just be bright color walls and flowers yeah. painted and nice things like that and my granddad was in one that wasn't like that at all but we used to do like um we used to do um activities and stuff and we'd put them on a board so they could see their own work and things mm. like that we did used to do that so there was like a board that was full of color and they used to see it as they walked out and say oh well, i made that to the yeah, other staff yeah. and like to their family and stuff so we did do things like that um i can say that about that care home to be fair though it was good like that they did have um yeah a lot different a lot yeah different um mm. so after I had actually, I'll go into this, after I um, left the salon, 
um, are you ready for this, Jode? No. Now, I want your honest opinion. Do you can you imagine this, right? Oh God, what was you doing, Nick? <laughs> so <clears throat> I was one of these people that kept chasing something. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what it was. I was just wanting yeah. to do something. I wanted to earn money. You know, I was looking after me kids. Oh, well, my son, um, and I was just. I somehow got into Anne Summers. Oh, look at <laughs> So I become an Anne Summers, I don't know what the, the name of me was, but I was one of those. So we used to do parties and all this stuff. And then we used to go to the, oh, I loved it. I Well, I was so full of anxiety because back then my, I really was in the midst of like having socialised anxiety and generalised anxiety a lot. Mm -hmm. My anxiety, I couldn't kind of curb it no matter kind of what kind of thing. Um, so it's very difficult for me. And if I was going to a party, I'd literally, my IBS would flare up, I'd panic. And sometimes, you know, luckily in the end, I was managed to have a little bit of like diazepam and stuff to chill me out a little bit. Yeah. So stressful. But other times it was fine, I was giving out catalogues and whatnot. And then we used to attend like events, like see like new things. And then we'd be like getting awards and certificates, which I've still got them all. Um, mm. And we bars and stuff. And then I actually got promoted to a manager. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you. And um, so I started having my own team then. Um, and I don't know what it was. I think one day, I think my mental health took a, a shitter again, and I think my anxiety was too much then, and I just couldn't mm. do it anymore. It uh, literally overtook. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I could do, I could have done better. I wasn't doing as well as other people, but mm. I still did. I made a lot of achievements. Do you know what I mean? And all my yeah. certificates and stuff. I've still, I just, I'm quite proud of everything that I did. To be honest. Um, and I've made actually I was good friends with my manager we don't speak anymore she couldn't deal with how I was how I am as a person you know mm. with my issues people don't understand me and yeah, she yeah, yeah, just yeah. couldn't handle that um, but that's what I did for a while um, and I, sometimes I'll be like oh do I do like book thing you know like your market pyramid things that you always yeah, get yeah 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 and I was like do I try that try this so the only thing that one that I did was that I liked was Anne Summers um Mm. And the once, oh yeah I, oh go on the once i held a party at my house um um it was in the june and I, my son was a few months old my husband was still in he was looking after my son i had my mum round some people oh my god fucking no. i had a full bottle of vodka <laughs> oh nice because I mean, i'm drunk because i don't drink right the last time i was yeah. properly drunk was when i was young like 18, mm. 19 and that. I had people around and started drinking. I drank all these vodkas off me rocker. Like, seriously. My son was fine. He was upstairs with my husband. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, I ended up... I was knackered and I was like, I'm off. I was just throwing up everywhere and God knows what all the stuff was going on in the bathroom. And my husband had to go and send everyone home. <laughs> he was like, oh. she's ill. <laughs> Oh, it's horrific. But it, needless That's to amazing. say, I, mean, I made a lot of sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, carry on. What was you going to say? No, I was just going to talk about um, Anne Summers parties because mm. I um, actually went to an Anne Summers party myself. It was the first one I ever went to and the last. I went with my friend and it's the first time I ever won anything and I won a vibrator. I've never <laughs> won anything 
I've never won like raffles or anything, oh, really? anything I've ever done. Yeah, scratch cards, nothing. I've never won a single thing. But I won a vibrator or a bullet from uh, Hanson's wow. party. <laughs> That's a good good win. <laughs> yeah. We, I used yeah. to love doing the raffles all I did. Because um, yeah. you made so much extra money on the raffles. Yeah. Um, you know, but that was quite entertaining. Um and then I kind of went from doing nothing because then my mental health was quite a, a shitter again. Um, yeah. And then, like, the one day I started to go um, and look at a salon again, so I got a job in a salon. Mm. Um, must have been there about six weeks, and then I got the sack. Basically, the reason why I got the sack was because the woman was jealous. Now, I know that for a fact because the woman who employed me, she was actually mm. the owner and she ended up going to Seattle or something like that. And then the manager that was on, she kept being really snooty with me. I was doing a lot of in-house training and everything and I kept having mm. people ask for me. Then there was people asking for me that usually go to her. She started to get oh. funny about it. And then I noticed she started talking to me, to other people in that. Then she... At one time there was a comment like that's my client and I went yeah but they've asked me so what, what yeah, do you want to do I about think. it turn around and say I'm not doing it yeah um, and it just got really awful, awkward and uncomfortable then literally I went in one day I went into her five of there and then on the spot I was like are you joking wow like, I said Really? You don't really have authority to do that I know you're the manager but what about the other woman oh she'll yeah. just back me up like this, I was talking Jealous. to the other people, and they were just like, "Yeah, they just don't really like you." She said, "Do you know what she said to me? I don't think you're fitting." Wow, that's awful. Sorry, but, Nick. Well, at least you're not doing that anymore, and, no, and you then, know. And then my last <laughs> job, I worked in um, a restaurant, waitressing, bar yeah. work. Must have lasted two months I think not even that three weeks I don't know it didn't last very long but I had about three meltdowns while I was there and you get this right the reason why I quit because one day I picked up my handbag and put my hand in the bag and I found it was wet um, this was when I was at home sorry I was, I, that's it I got home and I put my bag handbag on the table and I heard a clunk yeah so like, what the hell so I put my hand in there and it was wet um, and I pulled out it was a bottle of water that had leaked in my bag and then there was a glass in it literally like a broken glass no way somebody so planted it so I spoke to the manager oh about it. She turned around to me and she goes, none of my team would do that. You're imagining it. They, wow. knew, I, they knew I had mental health issues. Yeah. So they're manipulating. And I text people saying, look, who is it? I said, okay, it's a joke. I, I find it quite, um, it isn't really a funny joke because I could have hurt myself and you soaked my stuff. Yeah. I said, but okay, if it was a joke, just hold your hands up and I'll accept it. Nobody would accept, nobody would own up to it. And I said, well, I'm not a liar. Somebody's done it. Mm. And then I emailed HR going on about that and quitting immediate effect rather than walking my notice. Yeah. Um, and basically, they would always take my tips. So I would used to get like 60, 100 pound tip like a night. Mm. But it had to go into the pot and we had to split it. Um, I ended up getting paid extra, just random money extra in my wage. Shut me up, innit? Mm -hmm. Oh. So I had loads yeah. of extra money. So, 
That's mad. So have you um, done any other jobs? Yeah, the next two jobs were call centres. Um, I worked in one call centre. It was all right, but no one knew what they was doing. Um, mm. When you needed like advice from managers, even they don't know they know what they was doing. So you just kind of had to blag to customers. I don't know where they've still got a company. I've got to be completely honest, and it's a massive company. So I'm really, I'm really confused how they're still running mm. because literally no one knows what they're doing in that call centre. Um, I think that one's closed now, but I still feel as a whole. Mm. all the call centres would be the same. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, um, that's how I found ASMR, actually, because it was stressing me out that much that I started listening to ASMR before I went oh. into work just to chill me out because mm. I was just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. What did you do, anyway? What did you search? Ways to relax or something? Well, weirdly enough, so I was on um, YouTube and an advert come up and it gave me tingles and because just because she was like um in a soft-spoken voice and I'm sh i swear it was something about lime <laughs> it was an advert about lime it was really weird and i thought to myself tingles i've got tingles and i hadn't expen like experienced that in such a long time and i was like if i'm gonna find that anywhere i'm gonna find it on youtube someone has got to have whispered something on youtube so i googled like um people whispering and then gb come up and I watched one where she's got like a little heart um, bottle closer, like um, cork. Yeah, yeah. It's to replace the cork in a bottle of wine. And she was tapping on that. And yeah, ever since then, that's when I started finding other people, found Friv and... Um, Ooh, I love from knowing yeah. how people come about ISMR. Yeah, um, Serena Katori as well. So yeah, I just... Um, found like loads of different people on then obviously i started my channel and that's when i found out more of people on twitter so yeah um awesome. but yeah i quit there because i was just i can't do it anymore but i had another job uh, another job lined up because i can't quit a job without something else lined up no. i a got the bottle for that like you're quite confident in just quitting and then just uh mm. like well, being I on the doll or whatever i didn't really have but, choice did i yeah, i suppose I yeah for some of them yeah um but i can't like I just I get too scared. I like to know that I've got something in place. Well, actually, Joe, so, I couldn't go on the doll. Oh, could you not? No. I oh, not, so sorry. Not I thought you said like no, you no, hadn't no, no. worked. I just presume no, to be no. honest. I'm so sorry. I was on the doll before yeah. I got my first job. Because mm. the first thing I did, because I didn't have no money, I went on that and I used to sign uh, on. Okay, I understand. But actually, when I quit my jobs and everything, I tried to apply. They said no because I haven't paid enough national insurance. They oh bloody hell! So I hadn't, I couldn't no do that. So I was stuck with nothing. And I was like, oh, yes, that's, that's my... how I found out I hadn't paid enough. The boss wasn't paying me, and they still refused to give it me. Oh no! So yeah, that it that mm. scares me a lot. So yeah, um, yeah. Then I found another job in a call centre, and I really enjoyed that job. And I'd probably still be there now if online wasn't so busy because like i just got to a point where i can't handle both and i've got to pick or choose one mm. so, so i decided that where you were at when i met you yeah yeah because i remember yeah. you were working then one day you were like i think i'm gonna give it up or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so um it took me a while to decide though because i was like oh i don't know am i doing the right thing and whatever but i was like um, i do obviously prefer to be more creative and it was just getting too much i couldn't do both yeah so yeah i um I then decided to do asmr and that's where we are today that's like <laughs> with me and my one job i was working in that shitty salon doing and summers and doing pro mobile beauty at one point oh really and having an um, under one year old 
Oh, Never gosh. again. Yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, that's yeah. how we're here now. Yeah, I've never had had two jobs at once either. Because I've either done, like, full-time or... Well, obviously I did. I had the AA and um, the internet. But I... I I don't know. I I don't really class that as two jobs. Because it was more... At the time, it was more just fun. I was just doing it when I Mm. did it, really. Mm. Now it's a job because, obviously, it's what I do full-time. But then it was just a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it has to start, yeah. doesn't it? And then if it yeah goes into a like your career, your job, you know yeah, um, which I think we're quite fortunate, me and you, to actually be lucky and Absolutely, to be in that situation. Because yeah. um, although it's been like a steady growth, it's been a good growth. Like I, f- I feel like it's um, yeah, it's because you have good. some that just boom, don't they? Rockets. So yeah, much, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Then, I look at my like my growth and that, and it's been so steady. Everything mm. has, and I might be growing say slower, but it's definite a steady kind of process. Yeah. Whereas yeah. some you you'll see that they like boom, and then all of a sudden, and their chart yeah. you're looking, it's probably going to be all over the shop. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Anything else to add? Well, that's us. Uh, brought back some memories talking about all this <laughs> it has yeah it's been good though because i feel like we've both been able to relate a lot there like quite a few of the things have been similar for why we've like quit or yeah um yeah how we felt being like when you've quit mm. so yeah that, i thought that i've was, worked uh, once i've worked um at service station for one week in wimpy oh really literally a week this was like a years week. ago now i remember i can't remember That's exactly brilliant. when but i did a week and i thought fuck this can't be arsed it was so hard work trying to keep yeah. up that and that and like the, I, these people are working like mackies and stuff you know we moan because like fucking i'll hurry up or it looks shit or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. but actually when i was there for that week it was hard going i can know? imagine yeah because yeah. you've got quite a lot to do in like it's everything's so fast as well so yeah so i'm gonna ask you a question yeah out of everything you've said which is your best the best job not the current job oh out of the ones previous mm. um probably the call center that i left before be- becoming an asmr artist for sure yeah. and how about you They've all got the pros and the cons, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably say WH Smiths. Yeah. And mm. other than that, I'd say I quite like doing Ann Summers, but, you know. But again, the anxiety, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. Okay. I didn't you... know that about, that much about you, to be honest. I didn't know you had all those jobs, so that's quite interesting to know. That's oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I feel that... like... With this podcast, we are learning about each other as well because obviously we only know each other through ASMR. So, yeah. and we do a lot of talking, but never really necessarily chat about like this. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so oh, it's good. it's good. It's interesting. And then it's a good thing as well having our viewers to kind of get to know us a little bit because yeah, sure. we can share what we want to share, but what we're comfortable yeah. with still. Um, but I think it's it's a good place to feed people find out about us. That they're not going to know by just following us on social media. Yeah, yeah. Do you know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do find it quite interesting actually, and I hope you guys do as well. 
Mm. Um, you know, getting to know all the bits and things. But I think it's quite interesting with me being one of these that started stuff and dropped out and stuff. Not because I've been, just can't be asked, I want to be a dosser kind of thing. Literally with mental health blocking and being, not being able to withstand it, whether it's been meltdowns or be dipping mental health or whatever. And it makes me sit there and think, I wonder how many other people are actually in that situation. I can imagine quite a few, especially people that um, now work on the internet. I feel like a lot of people have experienced what you have. Because when I watch other people's podcasts, they'll always mention that they could never really settle into a job. So I do think it's more... um, It happens more than you realise. And I don't think people... Because back in the day, like my nan and... Uh, my mom and dad would have jobs and like stay in them forever kind of thing and there was people i'd worked with in the call centers that had been there 30 years or so you don't really get that now because you ain't got the perks that they used to have so you just think you're you're quite indisposable you can just leave and then find something else there's a lot of people who are you progress to get something better don't you yeah i know something in the family they will get all the jobs after so long because they want to progress and sometimes the only way you're going to be able to do that is to move yeah, yeah. Um, but then you got the other side of it the people say who were struggling kind of thing or they're being bullied mm. or harassed at work yeah that um, happens as well you know if you don't get on for whatever reason and then people who've struggled mentally and they're trying to like physically can't hold down a job and some people are just like yeah right you're just lazy whatever but no if you're in that mind of yeah not in wanting to be here put it politely um, yeah normal work for me is not practical whereas doing this job because I'm not constantly on I can do it as and when can't I if I'm having a down day I can take myself away from it even though it's full on and hands on I could still back off yeah Um, and to be honest doing this job has been the first thing I've ever stuck at for the longest same this is the longest I've ever stuck at anything and I don't know about you but it has made me completely different. Yeah. That I've grown as a person, mm-hmm. confidence. Apart from the blip of last year, it's helped me mentally. Yeah. Um. I don't no, know. No, you know what though? I think like that <clears throat> that helped the most because I don't know many people that would go through what you did online and still be here. She's gonna work oh, well off. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's incredible that you've carried on. I really do, because I think and I I think it gives other people confidence that you know it don't matter whatever mm. someone says online, mm. I can still be who I want to be online. Mm. So yeah, I think I think it's incredible. It's me all emotional. <laughs> Sorry. I mean it though. No, I mean it. I, I do um, honestly. I think I think it's incredible. Thank you. It is, and all that you go through as well, like all your own mental health. <laughs> As well as them putting that on you. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, you've done incredible. It is hard, like, with my mental health slash, you know, autism time side of it. But then it's, like, my physical health as well, my physical issues. Mm. But yeah, yeah. that aside, you know, I can do it. I just get on with that. But when it's, like, going through the stuff I went through, like, last year, that is just so... It's hard, like, extremely yeah, hard. Yeah, no, and to I can be imagine. honest... Because I, I bet it still pops up, doesn't it? 
when in yeah. your low moments i can mm. imagine that is the part that drags you down the most yeah and i have to keep sitting there saying to myself no yeah. that is not going to ruin it for me you know yeah um and it's actually, and i think you're doing exceptionally well considering honestly it's really actually since especially going through my like sort of recovery if you like um and bit of help with meds and everything i feel like it's actually now i've become stronger from it so it's turned it into a positive now the yeah. way i've got the mindset like i had before but then some if you know what i mean yeah so i'm more like and i well, can tell like i think we all can and i'd like i don't stand for like bullshit anymore I just mm. can't be fucking arsed do you know what i mean and it's just one of these things and, and, and I think and, that can scare some people because they know that you are brave enough to come back. I think, yeah, honestly. That's the I think that's a big problem, actually. A lot, some people don't like how I am. And I know that for a fact because mm. one person that's actually said that to me, if you remember. Said it, it they actually <laughs> said that. The fact that they didn't like the fact that I'm brave and I'm mm. honest about stuff. And I think a lot of that is what some people's problem are. They get a bit... Yeah. They don't know how to react to it, but I'm one of those people that's just quite straight to the point. Yeah. And, and sometimes that doesn't get, get you into shit, but, um, but yeah, so I'm like, and I feel like it's really kind of, I've just made me a better person doing what I do. And I feel yeah. like I've succeeded at life for the first time, like ever. Yeah. Um, and actually, like I've got people to actually be proud of me for once. I know it sounds really Aww. ridiculous, but no, it's brilliant. When it's you've lovely. been, it's good. When you've been the one that's mentally crazy, when you've had the one that's never held down a job or education properly, the one who doesn't really have friends or this, that, and the other. You know, you've gone mm. through abuse, bullying, God knows what. But then to have something like this, it's just really like important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No good. So. Keep it up. Well, that's a bit of mosh. Come on, Joe. Bloody hell. That's brilliant. No, I love it. <laughs> anyway, do you it's like nice. my cup? Nice to get deep. Yeah, I love it. Do you like mine? <laughs> well, I can't say. It's my um, merch. Oh, I haven't got any merch, you know. Have you not? No. I'm surprised because you've got your logo. I did many moons ago. I just had like mm. a cup, phone thing and like a top. I just got rid of it for some reason. I just didn't think it was very good. And then I haven't mm. bothered since because I don't really know where to use or what to use. And I don't know if anyone's yeah. going to be interested. I mean, if you are interested in merch, let me know down below and I can see what I could do. But Yeah, I mean, I don't sell much, but it's there if they want it. Do you know what I mean? It's just... Uh... Yeah. Awesome. Lovely. Right, okay. I think that's it from us tonight then. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope it's been entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, please leave us your comments uh, about anything we've discussed today. And also let us know um, about what you thought of other people's experiences. If you've got any more that you'd like to add, please do. Yes. We'd love to hear them. Definitely. And There's uh, some things I want to follow on from. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe yes please and don't forget you can find us on all social media platforms yes okay then take care bye Thanks. bye hello hi welcome to the midlanders podcast i'm jody marie and this is nick nick
Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll smoke over you. That's my fault. No, because I, sh- I should have said in this is and then you carry on with yeah, me. I'm sorry. Them. That was my fault. Right, again. Action. <laughs> go on. Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. That was so hard to do me. Wait, I've got to do that again. <laughs> oh, God. We can keep some of this in. It's fine. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> 